and welcome to Media Plus, a podcast from the Mac Observer, looking at the digital media world and Apple's place in it. Today is going to be one of those episodes where we get a little bit meta and podcast about podcasting. And I could hardly be joined by a better guest for this than Dave Hamilton. He's the co-founder of the Mac Observer, host of the Mac Geek Gab show, amongst many other brilliant shows. Hello. Welcome, Dave. Hey, Charlotte. Thanks for having me on the show. I've been uh, I've been listening and waiting to uh, for my my chance at being on the show. So well, I'm listen, we have to spread out the big names. You see, Can't I understand. You, like we have to spread out the big names, you know, keep people listening and then draw them in when they know you're on the show. So glad to have you here. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, and there's I mean, there's lots of reasons why we would want you on the show, but there's a specific kind of story we want to base uh, our conversation off. And that was a report that came out from Insider Intelligence and eMarketer, which had a look at the world of podcasting and specifically the kind of Spotify versus Apple podcast battle, which we've looked at over at the Mac Observer. We've discussed it. You know, I, I wrote up the report and we've kind of been following this trend. But now the trend lines are coming very much in Spotify's favour. So the report found that this year, 28.2 million people will listen to podcasts on Spotify at least monthly, and it's 28 million on Apple Podcasts. Okay, not I mean, not good in and of itself, but the most interesting thing is where the lines go in the future. Uh, and this, according to this report, 33.1 million people will listen on Spotify by 2022. And then 37.5 million at least monthly in the US by 2023, while Apple basically is the line is flat. Yeah. What was your take on this seeing this as someone well, who's not- Yeah, it's not surprising. Um, okay. Because well, I well, because it was surprising, but go on, why, why am I wrong? Right. Well, Apple, for Apple, podcasts have have basically been a flat thing for a while, right? They, they don't put a whole lot into marketing. I mean, you know, there are people at Apple that work very hard on the podcast team, but as a company, it, it doesn't appear as though podcasts are part of their, uh, you know, let's call it top level corporate strategy like they were in 2005, right? When Apple, added podcast support to iTunes. This was one of Steve Jobs' pet projects. It was a very important thing to Apple and they pushed it really hard. It was, you know, it got top billing at at least one, if not more of their, you know, whatever quarterly events, keynotes. I mean, they weren't quarterly, but you know what I mean? The, the, the regularly, irregularly scheduled things, like they were talking about these in more places than just the podcast directory. That's not currently happening for Apple, and that hasn't been happening for a while. And like the launch of the podcast directory in and of itself, I remember you telling me that of it first, like a story of when you first got our shows on there. That was a big deal, the fact it existed. The fact that it existed, yeah. We um, we created Mac Geek Gab. We launched the first Mac Geek Gab, I think, three weeks before the podcast directory at Apple was due to launch. It had been announced, so we knew it was coming uh, it was announced at the March event that year. I want to say it could have been an April event. And then it was coming in June and we wanted to be on the directory. Sure. So I was contacting, you know, but but we had a limited period of time. And I knew that Apple had been harvesting sort of the open source directories that were out at the time. 
But I wanted to make sure that, you know, we weren't in the open source directory up until three weeks before. So I'm contacting everybody I know at Apple. And this is, of course, when Steve Jobs was there and Steve was notorious for firing people, for telling someone the wrong thing, especially a member of the media. And so I got really frustrated because everybody that I would talk to would be like, oh, it's not me. And I really shouldn't be telling you who it is because I work for a crazy company. And so I got frustrated at that. And I thought, this is stupid. What a dumb way to run a company. So I emailed Steve. And I said, we've launched a podcast. I know you're into podcasts. I want to make sure we're in the directory. 20 minutes later, my phone rings. It's Keith <laughs> in the podcast department saying, hey, thanks so much. We got your email. Uh, yes, you are. We are. We confirmed you're already in the directory, but we're going to feature you week one. And, and that's part of the reason that I'm still doing Mac Geek Gab today. My plan for Mac Geek Gab, as it is for many things, was to start the show and then hand it off to someone here. How's that going? Yeah, well, I'm failing um, actively every week, but you know, but we went from like a thousand listeners to twenty thousand. Two hour show this week with John Braun. This week was it? It was an hour and a quarter. Oh, it was a short one. Cool. We're reining them in. Yeah, Yeah. but um, but but you know, we we had this huge jump in listeners, and and suddenly it was like, oh wait, I'm the host of the show. Okay, all right, well, that's fine, no problem. Like carry forward. But obviously, we've created other shows like this one, so you know, we're succeeding in in a different way. But Apple, since then, there hasn't been a whole lot. And certainly in the last five years, there hasn't been a whole lot of sort of top level news from Apple. And that was okay for a very long time because there wasn't top level news from anyone. So when you thought about listening to a podcast, it was just by default, you went to Apple to listen to them. Well, Spotify did not like this. And they wanted to be your home for all things audio. And they've put a lot of money and focus into being a podcast destination. I mean, they did something interesting, which my podcast purists out there will will love what I'm about to say. Everybody else will be like, you're being stupid. And, and everybody else is right. But technically speaking, by acquiring Joe Rogan's show, which was far and away the most popular podcast at the time of right. the acquisition like very very I'm glad large it took a, uh, only took us five minutes to get to joe rogan because it's a, we we it's an important part of this story it is right it i think it's it's the important part it's the tipping point for yeah sure and and so by acquiring and so joe rogan was number one by a mile or maybe a hundred miles and then the number two show was the daily from the new york times new york, uh, yeah. yeah and when they acquired Joe's show and made it accessible only via Spotify, it, you know, it's a Spotify exclusive. Yeah, there, so you was, have to, there was a transition period where you could keep it where you would normally listen to it. And then eventually there was a cutoff. There's the cutoff at that point of the cutoff, technically speaking, and I have to put on my podcast nerd glasses. It be, it stopped being a podcast <laughs> because podcasts are available anywhere you get your podcasts. Right. Yeah. And and so but it, but it really doesn't matter. I mean, it's still a podcast. Everybody's going to call it a podcast. And that's correct. The, the, the definition can and needs to and is evolving. Right. And that's great. But by doing that, everybody now by buying the number one show and making it exclusive, suddenly Spotify is a place where you listen to your podcasts because right. I've always listened to Joe Rogan. It is a podcast. Now I do it on Spotify. So when somebody says, Hey, go listen to Mac Geek Gab. You can get it anywhere you get your podcasts. Then they can listen to Mac Geek Gab on Spotify. And they they can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it works. Or you can listen to Media Plus on Spotify, right? So 
this is this is the problem that Apple that 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 is identified by this insider intelligence report. Yeah, is that Spotify has huge momentum, and Apple has not put that momentum in. It's been in maintenance mode ish. And I know some of my friends at Apple Podcasts are going to be upset with me for saying no, that. No, I think I don't think that's an unfair characterization because in a way, Apple was so closely associated with podcasts and the world of podcasting. You've always told me that iPod podcasts came before the iPod, but the company, you know, people were happy to play along with it. The no, two well, names were linked. The the name, no, the name definitely came from the iPod. The but, the idea of podcasts, I mean, the idea of serialized audio content on the internet existed before the iPod. Right. But but no, the the whole I the, like the name podcast definitely came, came from, from iPod. the iPod. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So whichever kind, you know, even someone like me who was what was I? Uh, sorry, a teenager when podcasts started existing in any meaningful way, and yeah. it was kind of like a weird thing. Still, oh, you listen to a podcast? Why don't you listen to proper radio? Oh, you do a podcast? Why don't you do a proper radio show? And now, no one differentiates, and they shouldn't differentiate because it's a nonsense because of the way we get on-demand content. But Apple has popularized podcast. It has, in so many ways, been directly associated with the growth of podcasts it seems to me what reading this report looking at the uh, you know the investment that spotify and other rivals have made it seems to me apple has dropped the ball on this one a bit it was almost so far ahead it was too comfortable and then suddenly everyone caught up so it, when ben smith was on the show he was like yeah but podcasts the ipod the iphone podcast app isn't even the best podcast app anymore i like overcast better um apple hasn't updated anything that you know even the app never mind the content now spotify bought gimlet bought you know bought companies then the high level things we've discussed is Joe Rogan. That's, a, you know, that caught people's attention. And suddenly Apple's gone, oh, we left this. Well, have they though? That's the question. Has Apple they said, should be. oh, they well, should be. They could be. Here's the <laughs> thing let me tell you how much money Apple has earned from podcasts directly in the 16 years that Apple has been in the podcast business. It's zero. Zero, yeah. Right. They've like there there are indie podcasters that have made more from podcasting than Apple. Many of them. Anybody yeah. who's gotten a dollar in Patreon donations has made more than Apple in podcasts. And Apple has spent heavily in podcasts. They created the directory, they build the app, they have a team of people that manage the podcast directory still to this day. Uh, uh, and this so was before it was a 2.2 trillion dollar company. Correct. Yeah, it's so it's it's easy. My point is, it's easy to think now. Yeah, it doesn't matter to Apple if they employ a few teams in different countries to look after some podcasters and keep people happy. They've got the money. It doesn't matter. Well, it kind of did when they started doing it. it. Definitely did when they started. It was a big deal. In fact, that was one of the big concerns when Apple started. The podcast directory was like, oh, no, are they going to turn this into a store? Are they, you know, what, how, are they going to ruin the ecosystem? And Apple came out and said, no, 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 no. You know, essentially, we are the we see ourselves as the stewards of this. We are going to do right by the roots of what this is. We like what this is. We like the fact that this is this grassroots thing. We're going to keep it that way. And they have. 
but so, other people haven't. Right. So my <laughs> yes, no, no, it's true. You know the companies producing high high end uh, true crime podcasts. There's different subscription services now. You know there's. Overcast, I think Overcast has a premium offering, doesn't it? And various podcast apps actually have a premium sure. offering where you get different features if you pay for it. Spotify, obviously, is, not, you're, is essentially charging you for certain shows because you need to have a Spotify subscription of some form to get them. That's right. Apple isn't doing any of that. And therefore, yet. as you say, yet. Well, well, we'll come on to that, but I want to finish okay. the history lesson first because yeah. I find it fascinating. And so you just said you were talking about when it all first launched and Apple was like, no, we love this. This is fun. This is an open kind of an open source free for all thing. We, exactly. we're, we're here for it. Was that a Steve Jobs thing? Was I think it, it was. Right. It, no, it, it very clearly was Steve's pet. One of Steve's pet projects at the time. He loved it. You know, I mean, and if, if you, you know, you do a little research into who Steve Jobs was like, that's a, that's the kind of thing that he would like. Yeah, I mean, I yes, think he was kind a, of homebrew computer clubs, people making stuff and it's yeah. just all a bit of fun and throwing stuff out into the world. Throwing stuff out into the world. Absolutely. And, and they, you know, they found themselves as the stewards for this, right? Because they had the iPod and that's what people were targeting as, you know, download this. I mean, it used to be that you had to run what we called a pod catcher app on your Mac that would subscribe to these RSS feeds and then download them to your Mac and then sync them to your iPod so that you could take them with you. Right. Cause iPods. Uh, yeah, didn't I'm, have... I'm having memories of like before I went on holiday or something, spending yeah. hours with my iPod plugged into my computer. And this was when it was on iTunes yeah. To, to make sure all the latest episodes of podcasts were updated so I had stuff to listen to for the next week. For the next week. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, the fact that podcasts have gotten as popular as they are is a testament to how powerful it is to give listeners this choice, yeah. this this ability. Because it, if you think it's a pain in the neck to listen to a podcast now, and it still is, like no one accidentally here's a podcast, right? You go out of your way, you mm. seek it out, you download it, you press play, or you, your at, friend at the very tells least, you, you this press show. play. The friend, your friend tells you this show is cool. Yeah, but you don't just turn on, you know, the, the radio in your car and at 9 a.m. every morning is the Mac Geek Gab morning buzz. No. That should like, happen, though. Like, could. Yeah, it could. But that's not what happens, right? You have to know about the show. You've got to find it. You've got to download it. It's a pain in the neck. Well, it used to be a huge pain in the neck. Yeah. Apple did something to make it even more of a pain in the neck recently, which is the opposite of what Spotify recently did. So Spotify has sort of by default, as Apple did in their early days, put podcasts right alongside music yeah. in the one listening environment. One place. Right? One place. Well, Apple had that for a very long time and they got a lot of flack about it. Not necessarily because podcasts and music were right next to each other, but because podcasts and music and movies and syncing and, and software you know, updates and software updates. There were things that were not tunes in iTunes. Correct. Not, not tune related. Not tune related at all. Yeah. Right. And so they split it up. But now what that means is when you're in the music app, you don't get exposed to podcasts they could change that of course but yeah. uh, but no, these are two very separate things yeah, yeah you have to consciously go um either into the podcast app or the music app 
or you know in my case in the uk uh, i think you can get it over in the us as well there's the bbc sounds app where yep. you can get bbc shows you can also get them in the podcast app but obviously the bbc promotes its own content in a different way um there's lot, all different examples of different radio groups have their own different version of things um you know, there's a very big sport and multinational sports media brand, The Athletic. If you listen to their podcasts in The Athletic app as a subscriber, no adverts. If you listen to it on Apple Podcasts or I assume Spotify or anything like that, adverts, but you don't have to be a subscriber. So it obviously it's all becoming a bit more, as has happened with all the different types of media we talk about on this show, has become all a bit more disparate, hasn't it? It has. And and intentionally so from Apple's part. So right. I'm I'm curious, you know, l- let's say two things could happen, right? Apple could decide to just keep doing what they're doing and they're fine with their position as they are, or which will continue to languish percentage wise, or Apple could double down and push some focus onto podcasts and a little more money or a lot more money, right? And I don't know what that looks like. Um, so, let, yeah, I want to dive into that because part of what I think it looks like and the obvious starting point for the move you're describing is, and again, we've we've sort of touched on it on this show, but it's worth diving into a bit more, is audio content related to television content from TV+. Plus. That's yeah. clearly going to be the starting point. We've heard about it from John Stewart. There's yes. the kind of Oprah Book Club is kind of multi-platform, isn't it? There's going to be other things. There's Apple News related audio content for you guys in the US, isn't there? There is. There's, that's there's, right. But that's in the news app, not the podcast app. Of course it is. Because why would it be in the podcast app? <laughs> right. um, so it's kind of in a very Apple way, kind of sort of showing a bit of leg at it and kind of winking and hinting at what's to come, but not actually going for it. I'm going to end the deal, that analogy there, I think, probably. But um, you, you know what I'm getting at. It's kind of Apple often does these things quite slowly, slowly. And then they suddenly do. there's a big bang and it all makes sense. Well, let's hope it all makes sense. As we're going through this today, there's another analogy that, that springs to mind, and it is the performer analogy. Mm. In back in the days before Steve Jobs came back to Apple, Apple had this performa line of Macs. And at any given point in time, I think there were about 7,000 different performa models available. And even the geeks could not tell you which one was what. And so I, I'm, and, and it was a mess. And that's why when Steve Jobs came back, he famously drew a, a, a grid right a four four cube grid on the screen and said this is what we're going to make you know uh, a laptop for the for it was it was a consumer level laptop pro level laptop consumer desktop pro desktop and that was it and then of course they they did let it grow a little from there but but they really held true to that and to this day i think they hold true to that the idea there if not the the specifics that is not happening with Apple's media offering right now. It's no. becoming a bit like the Performa line yeah. it, it, where it's like, okay, I've got news and I've got, but I've got some audio content and news. And what the heck is that? Oh, wait, that's news plus. Okay. What the heck is that? And I've got Apple TV, which is a piece of hardware, but then I've got Apple TV plus. And how do these things link together? Oh, and now I've got this. Yeah, Apple you're one hitting on all my bugbears in one. Well, and, and now I've got this Apple One subscription yeah. and what the heck is that? And I get calls from my family members trying to, to get me to explain Apple One to them. And 
And it like it's this very confusing. And it tells me I'm saving money, but I'm not actually paying for half the stuff that's included in Apple One anyway at this moment. Right, <laughs> right. It so I I I wonder if there needs to be that 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 cube moment again. Yeah. Right? You know where no, it's like, let's do this. I, and I think that's right. And and maybe podcasts and music. And maybe even news. I mean, let's think about this, right? Well, news you read. So that starts to get interesting. But I, I feel like there needs to be things you listen to, things you watch, and things you read, right? That's three quadrants. That's enough. <laughs> like, yeah. like TV Plus could have Fitness Plus in it. You're never reading Fitness Plus. You're watching Fitness Plus, right? Yeah. So like, I, I feel like there needs to be some simplification. And perhaps along with that, Apple can reinvigorate their and 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 tie in like you said i think having paid for podcasts a- aka as part of your tv plus subscription that go along with the shows you watch on tv plus that's a good first step into paid for podcasts from apple right or or, or are they are those podcasts just adverts for TV plus shows. So you listen to the John Stewart podcast and you're like, well, I'm really enjoying the John Stewart podcast. So I'm going to take out a TV plus subscription so I can also watch the John Stewart show. That's interesting. So uh, yeah, it, 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 that totally makes sense from one standpoint uh, because now you're, you're treating podcasts, like you said, as ads, as, as loss leaders, if you want, you know, wets people's appetite, brings right. them in. Uh, is that how Apple wants people, us, to perceive their vision about the value of podcasts. Because mm. think about this, right? Spotify spending money. They've got Joe Rogan. They're bringing in top talents. You know, that's the, that's the story that's being told right now. Apple using their languishing podcast audience to drive people to the things that make them money. You know, Apple's pretty yeah. good at PR. I don't think they're going to let anyone tell that story. No, no, no. It's not a good story, to be fair. <laughs> in And you're doing it in an app that you don't really bother updating that much. And it's, right. it's, not, it's kind of simple to use, but a bit clunky in the way it's simple. And uh, yeah. Another key part of the future of podcast story that I want to touch on with you, because obviously you have insight into this world as well, is that of advertising and ad spend in podcasts. Um, so the Insider Intelligence report that started this conversation said that 1.28 billion US dollars will be spent on podcast advertising for the first time this year. And that's yeah. the first time it will clear 1 billion. And that's a 41% year on year increase. Now, I think we can assume a little bit that some of that is more people getting into podcasts this year because it's, you know, all we could do is walk and listen to podcasts. Um, so thank you. Hi, if you're on your daily walk, listening to the show, I hope you're okay. But it's a big part of the story. People, you know, going back to the start of the conversation, when I said, oh, when I started listening to podcasts and it was all a bit weird and it was consi- considered a bit of a weird thing, the podcasts ads were a bit like of a joke as well. And it was a bit like, oh, there was a few companies that did random podcast adverts in the same way. Now we laugh at some of the YouTube adverts you see at the front of every video. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. now podcast adverts are a big, serious deal that people want to put real money in, want to produce real quality advertising that talks to very specific audiences. Yep. And, you know, 
as this report said, did pot Podcast advertising is continuing to gain share of total digital audio ad spend, representing 24% this year. A quarter of all digital audio ad spend is going to be podcasts. That's a it's very, amazing. It's a huge step forward. It's amazing. Th thinking about where we were 15 years ago versus now, it's amazing. I, I want to point out that, yes, that there we will jump from, what, about $750 million in 2020 to one point. 1 billion, 1.2 billion in 2021 in podcast ad spend. It, it is important to note because of the asterisk that will forever be 2020 that podcast <laughs> ad spend did increase year over year. It was about 710 million. Uh, so it increased only about 10% year over year, but it did increase from 2019 to 2020. Yeah. And, and I think that's an important number. It, it increased by by a whole lot more from 2018 to 2019 than it did 2019 to 2020. Sure. That that lack of of increase in 2020 is the asterisk that was COVID-19. Uh, but but yeah, it it has continued to increase and and it, it's amazing to see. I, I want to say one thing for the podcasters that are listening here. The most it, you mentioned earlier in the show that there are these podcast apps where if you buy a subscription, you get to hear the show ad free. There is this assumption from podcasters that ads are annoying to your audience. And if you believe that you will make your ads annoying to your audience. When we first did our premium program at Mac geek gab, our premium listeners came to us about six months into that and said, why in the world are you not playing your ads for us? You always have ads that are well-targeted. You keep the ad reads tight. And we have proven to you that we are the people that are willing to spend money on the things you tell us to spend money yeah. on. Why are you hiding the ads from us? Please let us hear uh, the ads. Uh, I can definitely think of occasions where I've listened to podcasts and there are either services or products. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm glad I know about that now. It's super targeted. Like if it's done right, the ads are should be of at least moderate so, interest think, to the listeners. I, I want to be a bit clear as well, because I think we're talking about two different things. Perhaps. What you're talking about, particularly in the case of Mac Geek, yeah, but there's lots of other shows and it's often the way we do them on shows here at the Mac Observer, is that we have often the host will read a product uh, information right. and talk about a product that we are pretty sure our listeners will be interested in. That's right. We call those host red ads in the, right. in the business. Right. But they're and not they're, canned spots. Right. Right. And they're often things actually, I can think of plenty of occasions where, you know, on the daily observation stuff is products actually we've used and like, and uh, exactly want to share, would have wanted to share with our audience anyway. That's right. There is a difference to that, I think, than the programmatic ads that pop up in the middle of a show or at the end of a show, and you're just a bit like, eh. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, a lot of that direct uh, ad insertion stuff, the programmatic stuff, it is, is far less relevant, far more annoying to the audience. And yeah, so there you go. But anyway, uh, that, that was my little tangent, my little No, I think box, it's so an I'm important point, and I think it's an important point of the way advertising on podcasts goes future, you know, as we're seeing this number increase, yeah. um, as this report highlights, it's important that, you know, I'm sure some of that includes programmatic ads that annoy listeners, but also we shouldn't underestimate 
the value of ads for products that the host knows or likes and has been you yeah. you know has been sent or whatever and that that has some value for targeted listeners i think that's an important distinction to make yeah so i agree yeah to to kind of round up this conversation if we you know march 2022 we're all free we're vaccinated and free and happy woohoo you excited uh, yeah, I, I find it interesting when we define our future happiness, but that's just a pet. That, that's one of those okay. things that I, I that's like. That's a different show. That's a different. It's show. a whole different show. Yeah, yeah. But it's, um, it's yeah. There you go. So yes, we're happy. The, so, the defense stipulates. Um, what does the podcast market look like in a year's time? Does it look like this because people are so bought from the last year, fifteen months, or whatever, are so bought into their podcasts, they're still listening to them either when they're back to commuting or work, you know, background working from home like they're doing now, what does it look like the world of podcasts? Um, I think it's going to see moderate growth year over year. I think that's largely due to things like what Spotify is doing. Do you mean uh, in terms of listeners or yeah, listeners. people actually listening to a show? Yeah. I, I think it'll see moderate growth, but I think it's going to be because of Spotify. I, I don't, Certainly, there will be more people commuting in 2021 than there were in 2020, but it's not going to be at the levels of 2019, 2018. And, like more I, pe- and presumably more people in 2022 than 2021. Maybe. Yeah, I, I suppose so. But, I, I, you know, a lot of people are going to keep working from home for a long time, if not forever. Uh, you know, not everyone, for sure. So I think that that will contribute a little bit to podcast. I mean, when... When we when pandemic hit, you know, a year ago, the last half of March in the podcast ad business was, I mean, nothing happened. Well, that's not fair to say what happened was cancellations. Uh, it was just like every other day was like, oh, we're going to cancel this ad spend. We're going to cancel this ad because no one knew what was going yeah. on. Right. It, which made perfect sense. And then mid-April, all of that came back like with a huge force because Following that, the listener numbers also dropped off. End of March, beginning of April, listener numbers were down 20%, 30%. Yeah, I've heard talk of this where people were like, where you would Im- immediately assume that, and I think I've heard executives at the New York Times talk about this in relation to the Daily. They were like, no, suddenly people stopped listening because it yeah. wasn't part of their normal routine anymore. It, their routine got messed up. But then when they then realized- they came back. This isn't just two weeks to stay home. We're we're going to be doing this for a while. It was like, okay, well, what are the things that I equate to normal, and how can I get back into those? You know, and so it was like instead of driving, it's well, when I walk my dog, I'm going to listen to my podcast, and I'm I'm going to get back into the things that connect me with the outside or world. Or listening to it on the car in the car instead of a train. Listening to it, yeah, if you're going to go for a drive or whatever. Yep, exactly. So it. It, the, the the numbers recovered and then came back up. Uh, I think by the end of April, certainly by the end of May, things were up ten percent. You know, year over year at that point. So, uh, it, you know, podcast definitely saw a good year in twenty twenty in a lot of different ways, and and I and I think that that will continue to help. Like twenty twenty one will will like that momentum keeps going. 
Well, so. and we will have to see if Apple cashes in on that momentum. And we will definitely have you back, Dave, to discuss. Awesome. A, you won't be able to escape that easily. Thank you so much for joining. If people don't know, and they should know listening to this show, where can they keep up to you, with you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dave Hamilton or just go to MacGeekGab.com. That'll bring you right to us here at the Mac Observer. And that show lands every Monday. Every Monday. That's well the plan. Um, and I'm at Charlotte A. Henry on Twitter. You can obviously, you're obviously subscribing to Media Plus if you're listening to me now. And you can check out what we write over at themacobserver.com. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>